This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's Drink About It. Welcome to Let's Drink About It, the show where we proceed from the premise that every life event has a perfect cocktail pairing to go with it. I'm your host, Benjamin R. Harrison. And I am your other host, Chris Bowman. And with us, our lovely and talented guest, Donnie Bilo. Am I hey, pronouncing that correctly? Exactly. And nobody ever gets it right. Bravo. <laughs> well, I, I went to your uh, your book release party and uh, the host uh, pronounced it a way that I would never have expected. Yeah. So I was like, I got to remember that if we have her on the show. <laughs> the, exactly. It's we, I always say, look out below. Oh, right. nice. Perfect. Good to remember. Although if you were in France, you'd say, Belo. Yeah. Let's not go. Let's and, not go too and, far. And so your book is called Paris Cocktails. So I immediately leapt to the more French version of the pronunciation. Well, see, now I'm just going to say, "Look out, below." <laughs> <laughs> well, being the suave gentleman that you are, naturally. Yeah. I mean, I do try sometimes too hard. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about this book. This is a really uh, a lovely cocktail book, and is is it? Out now? Is or is it about to be out? Yeah, exactly. It actually launched on the 15th of September. Okay, so if you're listening to this, just turn off the podcast. Mm-hmm. Go, you're right going to go to your Amazon. You're going to go to your local independent bookstore. Yeah. You're going to look for Paris Cocktails author Donnie Bilo. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Actually, I'm going to even put a more... Uh, pl- uh, obvious and embarrassing plug-in but i really want you to buy it from my website oh yeah you probably is, get your beak wet on exactly the, uh, i get i i actually make some money there <laughs> uh, and you i would give you free gifts too we, we we're giving you all kinds of uh fun things if you buy it from us and it's a uh, girl's guide to paris.com and uh, it's actually sold out right now on amazon we sold out in under the under two weeks which wow. is great news or wow. it means that the publisher didn't, didn't make have any, many books. <laughs> didn't have any faith in me. Yeah. <laughs> a print run of 11. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's um, go with the great news. Let's do that. It's good news. Yeah. Um, Thanks. Well, and it's it's a lovely book. And, and, you know, I don't think Paris has been kind of one of the cities mentioned in the kind of new cocktail movement uh, conversation True. so much. But they're sort of... Uh, from uh, from the look of it, really uh, fighting to become a contender. Absolutely, and it, it happened. They were delayed uh, a bit by really like really only one year after um, Death and Company opened here, yeah. which was kind of like two years into the whole craft cocktail thing. Right. Um, ECC opened in uh, Paris, which which is called Experimental Cocktail Club. A lot of people know it because they also have. Um, outposts in new york london la like they have 14 places oh, now wow. it's nuts yeah, must but be nice. yeah really <laughs> yeah. i know uh there's th- there are three french boys uh they call themselves the boys and they studied in montreal and they would come down and go to these cool you know bars uh especially like in brooklyn and lower east side and stuff like that like the pegu club you know right and they were like you know we've got great wine and great food in france why can't we have decent cocktails so they started their whole yeah. thing there and everybody has like latched on culture it seems insane that they wouldn't be exactly exactly <laughs> so they're um they're doing really well but then there's like a new bar that opens like every you know almost every week it's crazy i yeah. mean I, I went to 55 bars in six weeks to uh test this uh Must out be tough must it was tough. really tough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at, your, uh, at, at your launch event, you were, you were saying that you had to kind of 
enact some strategies for not being completely wasted all the time. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So yeah, I'm not 19, um, unfortunately. (laughs) And, um, yeah, after the first night and said, you know, I, I thought, Oh yeah, they're giving me these free cocktails. Let me drink all three of them. And the next morning I said, Oh, this is not going to (laughs) work. You know, know, it becomes a bigger question when you say, how old aren't you? You know, Oh, I'm not 19. I thought I didn't want to end up in the American hospital in Paris, even though it's like really nice because I really do value my liver long term. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, uh, I was tickled pink reading through the book because there's lots of cocktails that we've done on the show. The oh, joy really? division leapt out at me. Uh-huh. Uh, we did that a couple of weeks ago, actually. Yeah, cool. um, but you know, there's a ton of things in here that I, you know, would never have thought of. And I'm always looking for a creme de violette cocktail and there's a really? bunch of those. It's um, so beautiful. It's, it's mm. beautiful. And I have a huge bottle of it and you use it like a quarter ounce at a time. I know, so. <laughs> I know, I know that could be a lifer. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's like a, it's like a jar of nutmeg. It's like, I will, this jar of nutmeg will be with me until I kick the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I have it's one, of those, m- one of those bottles that should come with a duster. but it looks so beautiful on the bar card yeah yeah. i mean uh and also it's it's i made them for um new year's eve i made um uh violette martinis oh wow which were really beautiful and just you know added to champagne totally simple um really beautiful yeah um what else did i want to discuss oh you had some interesting french cocktailing rules right in the front of the book which uh i thought were i thought were a hoot um so, some of them are a little bit uh, regressive from a sexual politics yes. standpoint. Uh-huh, but, <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, like, you know, I like France and all, but they, there are some areas where they could stand to improve. Yes. It, yeah, there is. There's a little traditional streak still left in the culture, which, you know, I'm doing my best to, you know, get rid of. But uh, we got to unite, ladies. But uh, but here here's uh, some of them. And actually, the, the funniest one, I mean... It, uh, is is this idea, and this happened to me when I was in Bordeaux. Um, I, if you bring, if somebody brings a bottle of champagne and they're hosting you, right. and you're like the guest of honor, they wait to open the bottle of champagne. I was lost and late <laughs> and those other women it was like a ladies lunch oh, yeah. were waiting there like salivating with nothing like they didn't oh, even no. i don't even think they gave them water right it was so embarrassing that <laughs> yeah that's uh that's a strange one and yeah. i do not believe in that one i gotta tell you right now well that's, i didn't that's like, read it but there was that book by like an australian woman that moved to paris a few years ago where she she like you know shows up at a buffet party and starts sampling the hors d'oeuvres and everybody's like what what are you doing everybody hasn't arrived yet like yeah oh there's all there's all kinds of faux pas that you can commit yeah Yeah, like that's it it raises a good question i mean uh, you know what is the polite thing i mean when you're waiting somebody gave me the rule that if it's a cold dish you can wait but if it's hot you just start eating when it gets you know it just in terms of like sitting at a table and waiting for everyone to get their meals kind of thing yeah Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I'm. I'm the kind that just you know sits and stares and salivates and waits like a, like a dog. I. Like I, I I'm a go. big believer in that. I think you gotta wait. If somebody made you dinner, it's not. It's not like you're if you're at an event and it's like 600 people. But if somebody made you dinner and you start eating before they sat, oh, they've yeah, sat yeah. down. That's vile. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty vile. Wow. Okay. Vile. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious about this. Uh, but another rule that I think it's important to practice is eye contact when cheers yes. you know when when you're yeah. clinking glasses you've got to look 
the person in the eye because mm-hmm. you know we're so bad at that nowadays like yeah. me I'm, I'm like I, the I, worst I just keep looking at my phone the entire time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how new york of you yeah, yeah. uh Actually, no i just have a piece of headgear that has my phone like it's a hands-free oh yeah it just holder. just holds it, just it up to your face over the my entire... eyes yeah <laughs> um yeah so the, and then the punishment for not making eye contact is seven years of bad sex which... there you go <laughs> that so is, that, that really makes you want to do it yeah, yeah 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 that's why i, I take i really pay attention to this role yeah the fates do not take that one lightly. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and uh, I mean, it, the uh, the book launch party was really lovely, and we were uh, tickled Thanks. pink that uh, you sent us an invite. Um, do you have a favorite cocktail in the in the book? That is definitely the most often asked question. Um, I mean, it's hard to pick, right? It's like one of your kids. Exactly. And I actually give awards in the back because... You know, that wasn't the idea of the book, but after you've gone to 55 bars and had two, well, let's be clear, two sips of each of the three cocktails that I had at two or three bars per night. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I did develop some favorites, and so I gave out awards. Um, I think the one that blew me away that is still like on my taste buds to this day is this a drink called the incredible La Picuse, uh Bloody Mary. It's made at a bar, um, uh, which is part of a restaurant called La Picuse, which is in the 8th. It's a very fancy one Michelin star restaurant. The bar is gorgeous. Ooh, it's in an 18th century uh, mansion. Um, so it's not a hipster bar. Right. You wouldn't think... Um, this is where you'd find this incredible um, barman and, you know, really almost like a genius. This guy is called Valentin. I'm sad to say he just moved on um, since uh, we, we the book's come out. Um, so, <laughs> so this is an experience that is no longer available. No, no. They, you know, they own that property, so you can still go there and get it, or you can get it in my book. But yeah. what's so cool is that he took and um, muddled fresh grape tomatoes for the mm. tomato juice. He doesn't put any um, citrus in it. Interesting. Odd. Uh, cran- well, I guess if it's, if it's grape tomatoes, you're going to get a lot of that zing mm-hmm. acid, out of them. Right, right, a lot more acid. And then he, he puts in um, cranberry juice, barbecue bitters, and then mm. around the edge, around the rim, obviously vodka, um, and then around, and then spices and stuff. But not, um, I think there's two, no, I don't think he did Tabasco. And then around the rim was um, a, a Cajun spice. And wow. they do a half rim, yeah. which I, I love. So you have right. the option, like if you're not a salty, I'm a salt freak, so I loved it. <laughs> and then he's, you know, he shakes it, and then it's all frothy. And then on the top, um, he just sort of wound in some beautiful white pepper. It was beautiful, but more importantly, it tasted like something divine like it wasn't like a bloody mary right but it was something else and it was fresh but it was spicy it's salty like i'm a big savory nut it was yeah. incredible wow. oh, man. incredible is the name of the cocktail chris benjamin we're cutting back in middle of the beginning of the episode <laughs> yeah. middle of the beginning middle, sure <laughs> So the first uh, third yeah uh we're uh, still running our contest and i don't think we actually put any time limit on on the contest last time did we i think that when we proposed the idea we were saying a couple of weeks or something but yeah i don't yeah. the official stance was no time limit 
Yeah, I mean, we're pushing to 100. We want to push there as fast as we can. We're looking for reviews in the iTunes store. Mm-hmm. We want we want as many reviews as possible. Uh, we're 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 pissing distance from 100 <laughs> reviews. So the contest is uh, if if you go on to iTunes and put a five star review up mm-hmm. and write a creative review that compares our show to a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will pick the one that we like the most and name a cocktail after you, and then probably, you know, probably hop on a jet and just come, come party with you. I mean, right? our lives are going so well; we can do that these days, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll get on the let's drink about it corporate jet, and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and there's one of the pretty, best cocktail bars in the skies. There's there's uh, there's some pretty good ones coming in. So uh, if you've if you've submitted, thank you very much. Uh, if you have yeah. not, please do. Yeah, and, uh, and and we should we should say like we want reviews no matter what country you're in, but Canadian yeah. and and US are the ones that are easiest easiest for us to see, and we've seen some really great ones so far. Um, we've uh, I think we got uh, five or six new ones from the uh, the US and a handful of new ones from the Canadians already. So. Yeah, uh, we're going gangbusters. Uh, don't get left out. And those those of you outside of North America, you have a few of you have screen capped and sent them to us. So those are uh, much appreciated as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know, we're really sorry that you don't live in the best continent. Oh, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Lately, I feel like I've been chastising you a lot. That's how I chastise you. Ben, oh, Ben. I, I just say your name, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're trying to stop me from hoisting myself on my own petard. <laughs> and I and I appreciate it, Chris. C- Captain Petard. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Well, guys, I uh, had a real fun weekend going to a wedding in the South, mm-hmm. and I need a drink for that. <laughs> uh, I am back in... I'm actually in a place of my own for the first time in nearly... Well, it's actually over three years. I have been a nomad, more or less. <laughs> and I... Uh, that's some thirsty work being... Uh, I'm, all that walking around is tough, so I need a drink. <laughs> so, I'm going to talk to you about uh, when my son was first born. Actually, the birth of my first child, which uh, is a son. This is not headlining. I'm so, I'm so doing bad with a 15-second clip here. Um, but in talking about that, I definitely need a drink for that. Sure. Not something Perfect. you necessarily want to be drink, drinking during. But, during is tough. But, you know, if, if you're adventurous, you know. Hey, morphine drip sure. is kind of similar. Right. So yeah, exactly. Good and who's to say oh, which is worse for you? Like, yeah, exactly. Let's talk about a morphine drip. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, Chris is a big fan. That's <laughs> a different show. Different show. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. drip about it. The Schedule One Narcotics <laughs> show. Yeah. More of an underground show. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie, uh, you were going to be drinking. Uh, this, this just leapt out at me because it seemed like a good uh, pet name for for a baby. You're going to be drinking a bubaloo. Ooh. Uh, this is a PDT recipe. Uh-huh. Uh, it's two and a quarter ounces of Pisco, uh, half an ounce of Carpano Antico sweet vermouth, half an ounce of apricot liqueur, and three dashes of Peruvian bitters. Nice. Um, I couldn't turn up Peruvian bitters uh, last night, so... Are you I serious? Some. I have some here, yeah. 
Uh, of well. course you do. <laughs> Why don't you well, it's why your co-hosts in the show, for God's sake. Yeah. I, I actually, those were given to me as a gift. So you can't get them here either. So, uh, yeah. I, well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna substitute, uh, you know, Angostura probably, or something else. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Uh, so these are stirred with ice uh, until well chilled and strained into a chilled coupe. That's the bubbleu. Nice. I'm willing to go to Peru, by the way, to source those bitters. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Do it. Ben, you're going to be drinking uh, a blonde Manhattan. Um, <laughs> you you oh. requested specifically something with uh, uh, moonshine or was it rum? Uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> one of the cool things that happened to me while I was uh, down in Asheville, North Carolina, was uh, listener Sarah and her husband uh, popped into the hotel I was staying at and dropped two beautiful bottles off on me. And I guess they're, it's Carl's Carolina they're a local distiller down there and so she gave me a spiced sorghum rum wow and wow. an applejack moonshine you so. you know i just want to i just want to highlight the fact that you get to go to book launches you get bottles dropped at your hotel you're a pretty lucky guy <laughs> being done I, I just got to watch and, from afar and you're homeless you're homeless until now right? <laughs> right right well i mean i've been yeah well we'll get into that later yeah, i guess yeah. but yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah just a joke yeah it's true um well, you know, every every show has to have its characters, Chris, and I'm the guy that's living living the life, and <laughs> yeah, I'm the guy that's living out of a box. Um, our Canadian listeners really need to step their game up and uh, give Chris a beautiful gift. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Um, uh, yeah. So, so I have a I have a I have a newly minted bottle of uh, moonshine here. So. Uh, well, this is uh, this is going to be a moonshine drink. So it's an ounce. Uh, excuse me, an ounce and three quarters of uh, moonshine. Well, they're calling for uh, Hudson, New York moonshine corn whiskey. Uh, yeah, what do they know? Yeah, what I'm are they know? it with Carl's Carolina original Applejack moonshine. Yeah, there Real you go. deal, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an ounce of Antica sweet vermouth, uh, half an ounce of Cointreau, three dashes of orange bitters, and a lemon twist. You're going to stir the first four ingredients with ice and strain uh, up or over uh, fresh ice into a rocks glass and garnish with the lemon twist. Cool. Um, Chris, you're going to be drinking a recipe that I pulled from Donnie's book, actually. Nice. Le Métro. Hey, hey. Uh, this is two ounces of cognac, ounce of creme de cassis, uh, half an ounce of fresh lemon juice, several dashes of Peychaud's bitters, and uh, brandied cherries for garnish. Uh, your, your book calls for Kirsch cherries, but uh, I figured... Uh, Brandied or easier to get yeah, here. Easier yeah. easy to get put a hand to. Well, uh, I uh, and, I went with neither because uh, I don't have access to either. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's been a busy couple of days, so I'm just going to have no garnish, unfortunately. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, we will we will forgive the omission. Thank you. It's you hard. Literally when, just moved yesterday. <laughs> yeah, when you're living out of a box, it's yeah, hard to like, find I mean, those. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like, uh, where where does one keep uh, a, a jar of brandy cherries in their box? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's, yeah. like, there's not a lot of shelf room. Right. You know? Yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, say priorities, man. You You're gotta, you you gotta have focus. Any room at all. That's, yeah. You know, it's true, actually. Priorities. I just wasn't thinking straight. No, Forgive me. No, I'm not happy. Chris, <laughs> I thought we had a talk about taking this show a little bit more seriously. <sighs> we did. We did. <laughs> uh, so you're going to shake those ingredients with ice until well chilled and fine strain into a chilled cocktail glass with the cherries in it, or in this case, without the cherries in it. <laughs> that sounds delicious. I was, uh, just as a side note, the first, uh, one of the first three people in the liquor store uh, this morning. Uh, oh, that's always a fun ten, feeling. Yeah, <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning, I actually watched the first two customers leave, um, one with a uh, 
you know, like a Mickey of vodka. Uh, yeah. You know, wow. And, and uh, yeah, a, the, you get the, you get that, you know, that's the people you get lumped in with in the morning, you know? So I, I will never forget. It's, it's probably like our 10th episode or something. And you gave me a French 75 to drink on the show. And yeah. I was in a hotel room in Seattle. <laughs> it was like 9am. So I had to yeah, like walk around downtown Seattle and find a bodega that had, Prosecco or just some sparkling wine in it. And yeah. like I was getting side eye from <laughs> like stupendously drunk people. <laughs> like, you know, the, the like the local winos were like, like, I thought I was an alcoholic. Look at this guy. <laughs> it all not. depends on location, though, because like in Ireland, they just call it the early house. Where's the early house? <laughs> uh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I had uh, uh, I had the nicest lady helping me and she was very enthusiastic about creme de cassis and uh when she found nice. out it was for a cocktail she was over the moon so thank you nice lady nice hey good job lcbo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wait a second something's coming in off the wire there ben oh yeah we'll play that for the listeners i'm here at planner's house in st louis missouri with uh bartender and proprietor ted kilgore uh How's it going, Ted? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm, I'm doing very well. I've had several of your cocktails. Um, can, you, can you tell me about the Industry Sour? What, what's in it and how did it come to be? Uh, the Industry Sour uh, came about one Sunday night. I, I like to work Sundays, so it gives me a chance to like uh, see a lot of the restaurant people. And one of my friends came in uh, from the Four Seasons, and he uh, was looking for an uh, after-dinner drink. He just ate a big meal, and he said, I, I don't know, just make me something. And, uh, I like it sour, so I was like, well, what do, what do industry people like to drink? They like to drink brunette, and they like to drink green chartreuse. So I thought that I'd just try to put those things into a simple sour and see how it came out. So I just went with all equal parts because I thought it might would balance out uh, the edges of the, both those little more aggressive spirits. So it was an ounce of uh, dark simple syrup, an ounce of uh, lime juice, an ounce of brunette, and an ounce of green chartreuse. Uh, just took it up and tasted it. I was like, well, I guess it, it's okay. <laughs> so at, at that point, we uh, decided to call it the Industry Sour, since it was for uh, a fellow industry uh, person, and it went on the next menu, so everyone uh, kind of uh, seemed to really enjoy it. So. Well, I certainly enjoyed it tonight. It's really delicious drink. Thank, thanks for telling us about it. Uh, can you say hi to Ben and Chris? They're the hosts of Let's Drink About It. <laughs> Absolutely. Hi, Ben and Chris. Uh, hopefully one day I'll get to make an industry sour for you yeah. in person as well. Come down to St. Louis, guys. All right. Thanks a lot, Ted. Absolutely. Wow. First field ever field report. Field from, reporter. From Michael field Hoffman. reporter Michael Hoffman. Uh, so, yeah. Really? I would never have guessed that. You sound like a pro. <laughs> yeah, he really uh, does. Yeah, so, so uh, Michael was in St. Louis over the weekend. I think he was going to a wedding as well, but... Uh, uh, unlike me, he stopped into the, all the cool local bars and actually yep. met the guy that invented one of our favorite cocktails, the Absolutely. Industry Sour. That is a delicious, delicious drink. Yeah. So uh, That's there so you cool. go, people. And chartreuse is quite uh, French. As a uh, yeah, matter of sure, fact, 500-year-old uh, liquor. Yeah. yeah. And it will make you live forever. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's a it cure. So right it's a on cure. The label. That's why I have a bottle every morning. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so let's go make these drinks. Let's do it. Cheers. 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 I got to get a good shot of that. (laughs) So, so Donnie, are you going to uh, 
do the strategy of two sips or you <laughs> Ooh, gosh you know it is thursday yeah and the Thursday's friday. the new Thir- friday thursday yeah, is the new friday, friday. it's been the we new fr- friday for as long as it's been around we used to call thursday mini friday <laughs> i like it yeah Ooh, i love this good this drink smooth yeah <laughs> uh, i forgot how much i love black currant i love black currant so much yeah uh, that's a good flavor it's a great flavor uh well the uh, the blonde manhattan is is all delicious so we're also mm. delicious so we're we're hitting all three yep um well i uh my mother is of she has southern roots she would consider virginia to be like her homeland but she was born in germany and she was a military brat so she grew up everywhere and so uh, and, and like I've visited like distant relatives in the South a few times, but not since I was like nine years old, I would say. So outside of, uh, outside of like Florida and Texas, I would say that the, the two like states in the South that like kind of, you can't count as the South, like, I mean, Texas, yes, but like, it's really its own thing and Florida, yes, but it's really its own thing. Um, yeah just haven't haven't spent much time there so uh, it was it was a real hoot to like go down to Asheville and and uh and uh this wedding we went to was beautiful it was on like a, a multiple acre farm and it was uh it was a little misty so it was it was a uh, very atmospheric like you know all the all the lights that they'd strung up were like glowing in the mist and mm-hmm. um it was uh, great friends of ours, and it was uh, it was a real nice affair. Nice, um, nice. But man, uh, yeah, like the uh, the food was like <laughs> we got back, and Rachel was like, "I need to eat a vegetable." Like, <laughs> I don't care <laughs> which vegetable. <laughs> like, like all that has passed my lips in the last you know seventy two hours has been like fried eggs and fried <laughs> chicken and grits and cheese. No barbecue. We had barbecue. Just yeah, say, come we, on. Uh, we had, we had cheese grits with smoked chev in them. Like it's fancy wow. stuff, but like, wow, that sounds so good. It, it was Why amazing. do we have that right now? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Let's, uh, let's, let's cut this short. I'm going to, I'm going to pop over to the grocery store, pick up some polenta. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I got, uh, I got a lot of mileage out of my anecdote about my, uh, my high school friend's Kentucky Derby party that his parents threw. <laughs> and they had to change the sign on the grits at the buffet to polenta halfway through the party because nobody was eating it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, polenta. I we love she-she polenta. You got to this up. Come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she-she, yeah. This was a uh, Bay Area crowd, so they were <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> looking down their nose at the grits. Or maybe they didn't know what it was, and grits isn't the most appetizing sound. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, it's actually a reason to travel to the South. Grits, yeah. Grits are unbelievable. In the morning, like next to your eggs with like, it has to be cheesy though. Yeah. Cheesy grits. Well, we had ch- the, uh, the, uh, the catering at the wedding was shrimp and grits and it was oh, about as good of food wow. as you can eat. And <sighs> it's you're killing me. You're killing me. I know. So, I'm starving now. <laughs> yeah. And it's such a smart move for a wedding. Cause it's like, you can make like all of that and, have it sit on a hot plate forever and it's never yeah. going to be any less delicious. Yeah. But like, you know, like your pounded chicken is going to be awful like 13 seconds after it comes off the griddle or whatever. Yeah. 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 So great wedding, great wedding food choice. And, uh, we, we really had a hoot drank lots of, uh, Asheville is like a, a huge beer city. Like 
I think Sierra Nevada has a brewery there, but there's tons of local craft brews. Mm. And uh, I think a lot of like big West Coast breweries are putting their East Coast operations in Asheville. Wow. And is there, uh, like, is there any kind of, what's the thinking behind that? Like, do you, do you have any I, idea? I don't know. I think it's just culturally, like, it's like you literally walk around downtown Asheville and like there are scads and scads of like brewery restaurants. You oh, know? so it's like, like it's, it's already an established type. Yeah. Of, it's just uh, like a cultural okay. thing. It's sort of I like, see. I don't know. It's the hipster hippie yeah. mountain area, right? It's yeah. It's a very yeah. like, you know, I'm not saying I didn't see trucker caps with Confederate flags on them, but mostly it's like, you know, crunchy people with very functional shoes and, <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, very strong opinions about hops and barley, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and it's also been like a retreat for really wealthy people for mm-hmm. a long time. So it's it's actually, as far as Virginia goes, it's fairly fancy. Yeah, uh, Asheville, North Carolina. I'm not sure if there's an Asheville in Virginia. Oh, yeah, North well. Carolina. You're yeah. right. Yeah, I'm just totally, I guess it's this liquor is going to my head. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I was thinking of, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, one of my, uh, so one of the brides, the bride's brother's girlfriend was talking to me and she was like telling me that she's like from Knoxville and she's going to school in, in, uh, Athens, Georgia. And, and she's, and she's like, everything's two or two, three hours from Asheville. It's great. It's close to everything. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh? different definition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your everything ain't my everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we had to, we had to fly into Charlotte and then drive and, uh, it was like a death-defying mountain pass, like in the rain kind of drive. But uh, once we got there, it was just, it was just so lovely. And uh, oh, that's nice. It was so cool to meet some some listeners and get some some sweet moonshine out of the yeah. deal. Yeah, what, wow. what a what a nice thing that was. And what yeah. do they have? What kind of do they have cocktails at the wedding? Or uh, the wedding was wine and beer, and then they had um, greyhounds at the at the the. That'll my, do. My my friends drink. Uh, almost exclusively drink Greyhounds. Like <laughs> I occasionally bring over a bottle of wine and, and, uh, or a six pack and it'll get consumed. But like <sighs> eventually everybody that goes to their apartment has six Greyhounds and then goes home <laughs> stupefied. Healthy, healthy beverage. You know, it is. uh, and, and we have a recipe in the book for a Greyhound, but it's like, uh, we call it, it's a salty dog version right. and mm-hmm. it's got, Salt on the side, mm-hmm. like Himalayan pink salt, if you want to like fancify Schmancy. it. Yeah. And then uh, pomplamoose rose, sort of the grapefruit yeah. liqueur. And so it's just like a fancified, uh, Frenchified greyhound, and it's superb. Yeah. Wow, it's, that's nice. I mean, it's, I'm never sad to be drinking one of those. You yeah. know, nope. as, never. as much of a snob as I am, it's like, oh, this is, this is hard to. <laughs> I mean, if I had some pomplamoose rose to put in it, I'd be. <laughs> yeah. I'd be a happy camper, but if even if I don't, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Especially um, fresh squeezed grapefruit juice. Yeah, it's a killer. It's, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, so it was a it was a lovely weekend. Uh, you know, go to the south, get a load of it. Pretty get pretty a load awesome. Of the south. Yeah. Thumbs up. Uh, I mean, I didn't go to the whole south, but I went to one part of it and I liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One weekend, you can only do so much. Yeah, the barbecue was as promised. You know, we went to a very marginal barbecue place, and it was Excellent. you know as good as or better as anything I've had in New York. So you know, a barbecue yeah. bourbon tasting tour sounds like kind of a fun thing. That sounds like a podcast I'd be oh, happy yeah. to produce. You know, yeah, here's, here's, here's what I propose, Ben. I think we should take this show on the road. Yeah, I do, do that. Too. 
let's do that exactly. You know? Yeah. That's I agree. What I was saying to him while while he was mixing the drinks, so you guys got to get out there and like yeah. you, know, you need to go to because we've got cognac in my drink. You got to go to cognac. You got to mm-hmm. go to these places and do it live. I mean, you already did live today. It's it's perfect. Yeah. Well, you actually part of the reason. Uh, well, one of the, one of the downsides of me going to this wedding was we uh, had been booked to do our first live show at a big uh, comic books and podcast convention, Tapatocon, uh-huh. in uh, East Hampton, Massachusetts. And I uh, stupidly double booked myself. So I had to... Well, uh, this is something, you know, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a shame, but uh, you, I, mean, I don't know how much you've been beating yourself up, but I know you were pretty hard on yourself when... I was really when, sad not to be there. You of know? course, of course. I mean, But you were course. there. You were there, right? No, I was not there. No. No, no, we just we just basically pulled the plug and it's it's funny because we confirmed and we confirmed and then like the the yeah, day we, that they put the day they put the schedule up Ben's like shit. I was, I was like, "Oh wait, that's the day?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not a smart man. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You know what? Everyone's uh, had that and your friend's wedding is something you got to go to and yeah, never absolutely. forget and there'll be another one of those. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. There will be another Tapaticon. Well, well, Chris, are you? Uh, how's your vagabond lifestyle? Is it is it is it finally I mean, come to an end, or are you? Here, here's, are you the, here's the just, yeah, here's Are you funny. taking a, taking the gloves off for a little while, like George Foreman? You're going to get back in the fight later in your career. Funny, the first thing I unpacked was my George Foreman grill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smart man. Uh, you know, it's you know, we play up the fact that I live in a box, but it's been it was. Um, Three plus years ago, I left the very house I'm in now, a different apartment. We were on the second and third floor apartment um, when we left. And um, uh, I'm now back in the same house three years later, a different apartment. Uh, I'm actually, what I'm trying to do is uh, live in every room in this house. (laughs) All right, a little boomerang effect there. (laughs) Yeah. uh, And, you know, so in the meantime, I mean, I've been to London and I've come back to Toronto and I've lived... uh, you know, uh, my friend Paul, actually, who's celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday, Paul. Uh, he was recovering from back surgery for a year, so I subletted his room uh, and uh, and then recently had to move out because the landlords came back and yada, yada. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, the landlords came back because, like I say, they live in Berlin, and uh, Tim had to have surgery on his foot, so I found a place for a couple months temporarily. So everybody, my, my, everybody in your circle is getting surgery. It seems yeah. like Chris. Yeah, you a little black cloud going on. It's over there. the uh, no. You know what? It's funny. We're all pretty happy. <laughs> you know, it's like it's not. It's not the. If this is how bad it gets, then that's okay. But, yeah, uh, I was trying to explain the fact that you're moving back into the same apartment that you were living in to yeah. my wife earlier today, Chris. Uh, and yeah, at a certain point, I just punched out of trying to explain it exactly. I was like, you know, it's typical Chris Bowman. I don't know why his life is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I think um, partially because I make it that way. Uh, I'm a masochist. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was just, it's like, it's circumstantial. I came back and like, I, I guess I don't try, like, you know, we've spoken in the past of uh, me trying harder. 
day to day. But like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the past. This is turning into a self-help show now. Oh no. Oh, it's a a very self-help show. This is a self-help show. This is a self-help show. But I mean. It's like Alcoholics Anonymous only the other thing. Yeah. It's honestly, it's generally my, my, my. You know what? We could really start a big movement with that. Oh yeah. I think that's true. I could see that being very popular. Totally. (laughs) I think it's, uh, the path of least resistance in, in many ways for me and, and like, so, but it, it's not been a, a rough go by any means. It's been relatively easy. It's been good. It's just when you are moving around, like when I was in London, it was more or less every six weeks, two months tops I was moving. Right. So yeah. for, uh, for a year, you know, so that, you know what, I just have to interrupt you. I'm like, I have a full fantasy of having a gypsy lifestyle. Like what are yeah. the pluses and minuses of it? Cause like, I, I feel like I'm this, I have this inner gypsy. That's why yeah. I'm like into travel has like been my thing. And yeah. uh, do you love it? Did you hate it? I guess there's pros and cons. To yeah, it. there definitely is. And I, I, I mean, uh, for the most part loved it. I mean, it, there was, there was some really rough patches. I mean, London was, the most challenging time I've, I think I've experienced in life and and for many reasons, but like it was, I do not regret a second of it and I would do it again. You know, it would, it was, uh, I met so many good people and, and that's the one good thing about, I was so kind of, I was so averse, especially being the age, like I'm 40 years old and, and, you know, at 36 moving to London and starting over like zero, you know, right. I didn't know, I knew one person, I knew two people, I think. And you didn't people. even really speak the language. <laughs> like it's true. It it's is true. super different. Let's face it. Is, it. it is. It's pretty different. But I mean, um, uh, it moving around, it was something like, you know, living in a uh, house with, you know, people uh, like strangers basically is not something I've ever done. Like I've been fortunate enough to live with friends and, and never have a bad time. You know, it's never yeah. ruined a friendship. It's never, you know, I've been very, very lucky. And so to live with people I had never met before was something brand new. And, yeah, um, wow. and, 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 and I, still talk to a lot of these people. Uh, hey, and nobody's dead. Yeah, Chris, because you're like the nicest guy in the world and and people would be stupid not to be your friend. I noticed a pause when I said nobody's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, you know. We don't talk about the dead. Our lawyers uh, uh, have insisted that we we leave references to that out out of the... We'll we'll cut all this out. We'll cut all this out. Yeah, cut this out. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I mean... Well, All of the attorneys we retain for our podcast. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was just taking a sip of my drink. But the, the, the me too. Um, me too. This is a delicious drink. I have yeah, to say, is, I love the uh, the blonde Manhattan. Yeah, it's got I, a probably, little streak of blonde hair in it, uh, aka the, the yeah the lemon. Rind. Lemon. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like it more than the regular Manhattan. Shots really? fired. Wow. Shots is it rude? Fired. Can I ask for a sip? Please have. No, one. that's what we do. We do that. Yeah, we're we're big sharers here. Oh, good. I I just yeah I have to try everything. Oh, the lemon adds a oh, lot wow. to it. I like the bubbleu a lot too. It's it's a very subtle drink. Yeah, it's beautiful. It, it's not. Um, but that'll it's knock not you a, on your ass right, right. there. Yeah, like you, you can't you, have six of those. Right. You you wouldn't you would never think that you're drinking. This is divine. You, the blonde you, Manhattan. Yeah, I mean oh, that's yeah. that's as boozy as a as a you know yeah. as yeah. a as a full blown gin martini. A booze yeah, oh, forward yeah. cocktail is. What but it's it it doesn't taste like that, you know. Yeah, I wish I could be there and try it again. Again, missing out. Unbelievable. I got to move. Yeah, um, but uh, you know the the uh, the downside to moving around is uh, if you're looking for any kind of stability, 
it's just not really there, you know? So it, I think it, well, personally it played on my mind a bit and you know, mm. you can't really, so it, it, it and, I, and what I'm finding is that it's like this, it affects almost every aspect of your life. Like you're just constantly, uh, being somebody that's maybe, uh, I can tend to be on the anxious side, you know, mm -hmm. I, I've, I've mm -hmm. gotten a lot better mm -hmm. over the years, but this is certainly, uh, it plays it up a bit, you know, um, do you so think you, that you find, especially when you're different culture, because I talk about this a lot I, um, uh, with the French, I'm like half the time in France and half the time here, and um, you, you can feel a little bit like a different person in a different culture, too. Well, like, you know, I was really, yeah. I really looked forward to moving there to London, and uh, because you do have a chance to, like, you can kind of reinvent yourself a little bit, you know, yeah. uh, not knowing anybody and, and really getting like a sense for a place, you kind of you know, you have to be adaptable. And I mean, I worked jobs that I didn't think I'd ever work. And I met so many good people through those jobs. And, you know, again, people that I still talk to and I miss all the, all the time. And, and I, you know, can't wait to go back and visit kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, but sorry, you know, I don't you think breaking through that fear barrier is kind of what the whole idea is about? Like, uh, you don't have yes. to necessarily become a gypsy for your whole life. Just doing that a few times, like, is such a great learning no, experience. No, it's absolutely, and, it's enriched my life a thousand percent. I mean, you know, and, and I, I'm making it sound like I've been moving. The most moving I did was when I was in London. But since coming back to Toronto, it's I've had long stays in one place. It's just that... My you never felt are, like it was your yeah. Your spot. I mean, I, I'm not like painting the walls or hanging a picture or right. you know what I mean. Like it's literally living out of a suitcase. And while that's fine in your hometown, it's really strange. You know, it's it's a yeah. really strange feeling. But um, but I mean, the the good thing is that I've I've got all these people around me that I know and you yeah. Know, it's, well, it now you're settling settling into a comfortable life and uh, yes. And into you got, this, you, you've got big stuff in the future, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, and I'm settling to the bottom of this glass real quick. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so Le Metro is a winner. All right. Yeah, so, uh, it really is a winner. I mean, You know, I, th I think the, the true test of a cocktail book is just take a random core sample, pull a cocktail out of the middle mm -hmm. of it, yeah. throw it at your Put friend. Put your finger on the map make and him, just go there. Make yeah. him drink it. And <laughs> if, yep. uh, if, he, if, he, if he drinks it all up, Yahtzee. And that's Yahtzee. the one that um, we, 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 we actually did like 20 of the cocktails ourselves. Like I took, had a whole bunch of girlfriends over and we said, how can we like Frenchify these sort of classics? And that was one of them. So obviously I would have rather you pick one of the ones that the professional bartenders, <laughs> which is most of the. So the fact that you like that one. Which is, I think, a really good drink because I definitely had ten. I had a good core <laughs> sample of people like saying, "Yes, it's really good." Yeah. I'm happy you like it. Excellent. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, uh, as I say, I forgot how much uh, I liked black currant and uh, and creme de cassis is not something I, I've. Ne I don't keep it on hand, and so now it's kind of like, okay, how many different ways can I drink uh, creme de cassis? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's not cassis; it's creme de cassis. Yeah. Creme de cassis. Sorry. Yes. 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 No. Well you, well, you said that. That's what I'm. Just oh, I did. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you're right. you're right on target. Um, I'm already forgetting things I've said five seconds prior. That's how good this drink is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Mm -hmm. um, well, uh, we should uh, we should talk to you, Donnie, about. Uh, I mean, we've never had a birth story on our podcast. No, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's time. It's you know, it's it's new what is territory. It, number number. 80? This is our 80th episode. Hey, so that's, that's high good time. Luck. Eight is eight's a good luck number for me. So oh, good, all yeah. good. Okay, so let's I, let's talk let's talk uh, first child. Yeah, 
pretty heavy shit. Neither, yeah. neither of us, as far as we know, has ever <laughs> has ever made a human That's life. That's something only a guy can say, by the way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah you can't. I gotta, you, you don't miss it if you're you a lady. You do not. You really I, notice it when there's like a human growing inside. I have uh, I have a bunch of unopened mail, so who knows? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you know I. Uh, you know, we got this puppy, me and my wife. Uh, he's right here, and, and he's adorable. And he really uh, is. we were like canoodling with him last night before going to bed, and I was like, "Man, like we are pouring such an excessive amount of love into this dog." <laughs> I think that's, that's I, think I know what this like, is about. <laughs> yeah, knock, knock, knock. It's time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's training. It's training grounds. Yeah, yeah. It's the snooze button that actually pu- pushes the accelerator. <laughs> All right, you it's want me to launch, you want launch, me to launch, in, launch into in. this uh, gory story? <laughs> yes. All right, so I'm 26 years old um, and uh, got pregnant by accident with my high school sweetheart, which I was married to. Very uh, old-fashioned of me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, so, you know, you do the pros and the cons, like, should we have this kid? Definitely the pros outweighed, so obviously we went with the pros. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I had this so-called... I was kind of like, you know, happening in the film business. I produced television commercials, and I wanted to move on to documentaries and movies and all that. Right. um, Definitely put a big interruption into my life. Um, Yeah, I mean, because that's typically like a non-stable job where it's, it's yeah. not like, it's you not like, Hey, I'll be back, yeah. you know, in 17 months, they're going to be mm-hmm. like, who are you? You have <laughs> never done anything. Yeah. Yeah. We've who never heard of you? you. Yeah. I did go back. That's another story. But anyway, um, yeah. So, you know, anyway, decided to have the kid. We're living on the Upper East Side in New York city. Um, uh, bought an apartment way too expensive. Um, didn't have <laughs> Wait, any in New money. York? <laughs> yeah, I know. Didn't have any money to pay for it. Big mistake. P.S. Yeah. Um, anyway, so um, turns out the baby's upside down. Doesn't I, I had a plan C-section. So September. No, what am I saying? I'm doing my daughter's birthday. You should always eat before you drink. Um, that should. That's like you know one what? of the slogans of we're, our we're show. Nothing, yeah, we're eat we're nothing if not an educational podcast. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love the AA with drinking. Um, so <laughs> I was uh, thinking about making that this week's uh, episode title, but then I was like, mm, "That's going to offend some little people. insensitive." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not politically correct. Oh, it's very Trumpish. Very yeah, uh, yeah. Au the most yeah. luxurious podcast. It's huge. Like, fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so and now I'm birthing on the air. All right, so um, Plan C section. Go in. I have a female, you know, being the feminist, have a female um, OBGYN. She's like, they pinch you after they give you the local and because um, you're awake when you're right. having the C-section. So you can like That's do the, the craziest oh. part. Is I, so weird, right? I am already, I'm, I'm a little, I'm getting lightheaded here. Guys. Yeah, I know. If you hear a loud thud, if I'm you hear sorry, a loud thud, you know, I me. don't want to, I, it's going to gross you out right now. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not gross. It's not gross. I just have a low threshold to. Uh, yeah, so that, did my uh, husband. The idea of getting, so yeah, the idea of getting a needle in the back, 
a spine is. Uh, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not fun. No. Don't try that at home. No. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Uh, yeah, if you're gonna do a C-section, home birth is not the right no, choice for no, you. No, no, no. Very. Yeah. Honey, those are can you... some experiments you just don't want to try. You right. Know what or, I mean? yeah, it's just it's one of those like. Honey, grab the butter knife. Did <laughs> <laughs> you sharpen that? Anyway, so she's pinching me, and she's like, can you feel this? And I said, yes. But she went ahead. <gasps> oh, no. So I actually felt this. No. Oh. It just got worse. This story just got worse. That's horrible. Oh. And then they put me out. Nice little, because uh, uh, I started screaming. And they put me out with like the nice gas out. Oh. Which, thank God for drugs, right? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're here to say thank you for drugs. Thumbs up, and Western medicine. Good yeah, job. Yeah, except for the fact that the woman is like a total psychopath that would like go ahead when... Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, luckily, that's 25 years ago, but... Um, and it's <laughs> slowly receding into my... Obviously, I can still remember it really Take a well, sip of that so, bubble. Yeah, it'll, I, it'll, yeah, it'll help, right yeah. it'll help this, ease like, the, uh, the residual. <laughs> so that was the, all of the... Actually, the really negative part of it, but the, the baby comes out. And, um, I didn't, we didn't know if it was a boy or a girl and you know, it's a boy. I really wanted a boy cause there was no one in my family who's ever had a boy. <laughs> You're kidding. I've got, I'm th- three of three sisters and, um, we just thought, I thought, well, that'd be so like wild to have like a wow. boy in yeah. our family, wow. you know? And, uh, I was so, I woke up in the recovery room, asked my husband, like, is this, child have all do they have like five fingers five (laughs) toes on each and he said yes i said okay i don't care anything more about it get me some more morphine (laughs) i was in like some major pain and uh they gave me the morphine shot didn't to do anything i don't know what was going on maybe i was like so freaked out and nervous that like no drugs were working so yeah and now i they said no you can't give you any more morphine for like two hours i watched the clock tick Oh, my God. And then the second dose of morphine worked. And sort of like this cocktail. Yeah. Um, And then I was just, um, you know, it was like, it's like, as my sister says, having a baby is like having sex with God. It is the most (laughs) profound. No, it's true. It's the most. And, you know, there's like no way to joke about this because it is like the most profound motherfucking cool thing that will ever happen to well the good news is i'll never know what that feels like (laughs) (laughs) you're lucky for that but you will know the rush of you know it's it's more than the rush i'm getting from this cocktail the rush of love and warmth oh no i I was being fully sarcastic i mean like yeah yeah yeah, i mean you hear every mother describe the experience uh in that way and and it's like well you know, it's just one of those things. You just will never know, you know, you just have right. to take it at face value. Well, but I, I know, I think that you do though. You do, you don't have to, you don't have to go through the pain, but you get all the perks. So sure. it's actually sure. I mean, fully sure. fabulous to be yeah. the dad. And yeah. I remember, and now just to really gross you out, uh, cause you know, I haven't gone far enough. I've been waiting. Uh, yeah. So my husband, so we're like, you know, young, we're like 26 years old and, you know, you make all the calls. This is pre-cell phone, <laughs> making all the calls. And one of the, this, this, this friend that we went to high school with, and he's like, God damn, he's like not married, doesn't have a girlfriend. You know, he's like a regular 26 year old in LA trying to be like in rock and roll or something. It's like, what is that <laughs> like having a baby dude, you know? And, yeah. and my husband's like watching a human head coming out of your wife's vagina is the weirdest fucking thing you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 
Okay, so that it's true, but it is also the coolest thing ever. And yeah, he. Uh, I mean, it's the closest. It's the closest thing, and I mean this with the utmost respect. It is the closest thing to like, I don't know, like an alien. It's something. alien. You know what oh, I mean? It's totally it's, alien. It's, and you feel like, when you have this person in your body, like aliens are inhabiting your body. Yeah. It's no longer yours. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Um, like when I've, is, I've uh, seen, I've seen. Well, it's why so many alien movies involve that, right? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. alien, like the idea of having a, yeah. a you know, it's it's. No, it's, it's that, very real. That other that is <sighs> invaded your. It's the weirdest thing. Don, Johnny, let me ask you something. When you when you um, found out you're pregnant. Uh, and you had, you'd made the decision to have the baby. I mean, like, what's well, when you found out you were pregnant, actually, is probably the most accurate uh, point of the, the question. But what was your, like, what was your reaction? Were you, yeah, what was your reaction? Terror, terror. Right. So here, I ask that because my sister, when she was pregnant with my nephew, she sat us all down. She sat us all down, and she <laughs> like basically said like. Um, like I, I won't do it because I'm going to scream into the microphone. But she like burst into tears and said she's pregnant. Like I'm pregnant, and they just started crying. <laughs> and like, and it was like, like don't forget, like, there's a lot of hormones involved. Totally. Too. And we're like, well, why? why? I mean, because obviously you're happy. But my sister was, yes, of course, happy, but more than anything, fucking terrified. Oh, you know, it's so scary. we're like, why are you crying? And she's like, I, I'm just, I'm scared. I'm, my memory is that she said she was scared. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah why wouldn't you be like they, yeah. they hand you this baby when you go home after like two days or three days in the hospital and you're like it's not safe to give me that baby i don't know what the hell i'm doing like yeah. what are you doing why would you give me that baby right like you need to come home yeah. with me there's you know? no instruction manual yeah, they, like, I what are you talking no about idea Which, what yeah, i'm doing yeah. that's crazy yeah. i mean it is it's like i remember asking my mom i mean you know my parents were married young and had a house and then had me and, and, you know, respond like that kind of responsibility in your mid twenties, mid to late twenties is like, I can't even, I can't even fathom it. It's you know? really can, hard to fathom. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's and just like, it happens to you, like success or homelessness in your case, you know, whatever. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to deal with the cards you're dealt as they say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I, I've often compared, my nomadic lifestyle to having a baby. You know, it's true. It's, I've been scared of it. You know, I mean, I'm kidding, of course. It's completely <laughs> well, different. Well, so yeah. Max, it, I wish he could be here today. He's, I didn't kill him. We, we, we <laughs> he survived. And he's like this great person. And How old is Max DJ. Now? He's 25. He's a wow. DJ in New York. Amazing. And very, hit Max August, hit him up. He's uh, the most kind, beautiful, lovely guy. And I did, did have another kid too. And great. she's also wonderful. But that what first is your other time, kid's name? She's uh, Franny. And Franny. She's also All right. really wonderful. Max and I, Franny. So yeah. I have a hot tip for the dads out there. Oh. I uh, have been in the OR for a C section. Really? Uh, I did a documentary about maternal health care in Africa a few years ago. And one of the things that happened was we were at a hospital and a woman was having a distressed pregnancy (gasps) and they did an emergency C-section. And uh, my producer, Adol, and I went in and filmed it. Filming it was no problem. Editing the footage later, I was like, I had heart palpitations because you're like... Filming it, you're, you're a, it's an intermediated experience. So yeah. if if you are, uh, you know, disposed to Queasiness. this is this is hard. I mean, and it is hard to watch somebody reach into a person and <gasps> pull a person out. Yeah, you know, like like it's it's hard from no matter what, yeah. no matter who you are in the room, it's a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah. 
intermediating the experience a little bit like helps big time with the camera just having the camera there like or like just blindfold i'd say i say pull out your cell phone film it oh okay yeah and you know delete the video just you know nobody needs to see it (laughs) it's 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 insane but you know like like editing the video that video was 10 times harder for me than being in the room Oh, man. So uh, you had that real. filter. You had that filter of the camera in front of you, which is like, yeah. It's a. It, I mean, it kind of is a comment for every time you put a phone in front of your face. It exactly. You Next time you're at a concert, put yeah. your phone away. You'll yeah, actually removes. be at the concert yeah. instead oh of my God, filming that's my stupid. Pet peeve. Oh, it makes me so. Yeah. So, what? So, filming it. I don't know. I mean, like as the guy, you also want to experience it, right? And you want to be you there for be, your wife, right. And like. I don't think you want to be the filmmaker. No, I think you want, want to bring in a four-person camera crew and you just. Do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm just saying, if you well, know, that... if you know where where you're headed and it's the floor, yeah, yeah, yeah. get it's the iPhone safety, out. Safety tip. Yeah, but Benjamin is available for a certain price That's to right. film your C-section. Yeah, exactly. You're... You know, wedding videographers uh, eat your heart out. Yeah, yeah, yeah put exactly. that on a business card immediately, Ben. <laughs> available for your C-section. <laughs> and he he specializes in distressed C-section. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man the umbilical cord is wrapped around the baby's neck uh, we charge a little uh, yeah. little you know Extra hazard that. pay but you know yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that's uh drink I'm, up this is I, definitely let's 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 drink yeah, about let's it. Drink about let, it. let us drink about it um shall <sighs> we move on yeah i think so like that's that's the best segue we're ever going to get out of that so let's yeah. move on let's just let's just punch out like pilots from a <laughs> burning airplane <laughs> eject eject Uh, Chris, we have a listener request from our voicemail on letsdrinkabout.it. Speaking of gore, let's hear the call. Hey guys, it's Rory from Hangover Reviews and I have need of another drink. I have a Halloween party coming up and my guests didn't really appreciate the 250,000 Scoville Chili Vodka served them at a previous Halloween party. <laughs> so I'd like maybe this year to have a Halloween punch or a shot I could give them that won't make them hate me. So don't say a prairie oyster. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that guy. Yeah, you gotta right. get him on your show. Yeah, Rory's Bloody, the best. Bloody Rory. Bloody yeah. Rory Spence. Yeah. Uh, so uh a bunch of episodes ago, uh we gave Rory a hangover cure cocktail called the Prairie Oyster, which is an entire raw egg, vodka, and a bunch of like odds and ends from the door of your shit. refrigerator, essentially. Ooh. Uh and uh, he, like a champ, made a YouTube video about drinking it that was yeah. about the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really it's, it's I gotta check that out. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, but, Rory... Uh, so now he's asking for a cocktail that humans would actually enjoy consuming. Oh. Well, you know, here's the thing. I mean, uh, there is an embarrassment of riches uh, uh, of co- uh, Halloween-themed cocktails yeah. online. And, Most of know, them are just, like, the most obvious like here's something orange and here's something black put them uh, in a glass yeah together. yeah and we've done the orange and black. we did do that last year i think yeah we we yeah. did we we had a uh, a spooktacular last year um we probably will again this year yeah let's be honest um <laughs> but you know so i i actually was uh paralytic when it came to choosing here i i like i did not i would i just thought there are so many good drinks here that like i thought you know uh let's 
gross out his uh, party patrons again, but uh, <laughs> I, I ended up going with a punch. But uh, here's here's I mean maybe we could do this by committee. You guys tell me what you'd prefer. I've got okay. I've got a few up here. Um, we've got a bloody orange cocktail, um, mm. uh, which comes complete with a plastic syringe that you leave on top of the drink. That gets oh the man, I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's Is filled it with like ras- an extra shot, like the floaters in the syringe? It's, it's, well, it's a raspberry puree in there, Ooh. which a raspberry syrup. Gross. So of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, in an orange uh, drink and it looks, uh, disgusting. Um, <laughs> there's a liquefied ghost, uh, which is, uh, basically like a, a vodka um it's like it's a martini basically. chris Cream. i'm sold with this crazy syringe business let's oh, just do uh, that one that's really sounds... yeah okay, what's well, here's, actually here's... in it because we he did say he wants it to taste good no it's it's gonna taste good i think raspberry then... puree is delicious All yeah right. okay so here's what's happening we're gonna do this we're gonna give two because the punch okay. is a good, always a good idea at a party right um so we'll start with we'll start with this bloody orange cocktail and we'll go from there um so it's four ounces of vodka, uh, two ounces of liquor, 43, uh, eight ounces of orangina or uh, uh, one to three orange juice to club soda ratio, uh, three ounces of raspberry syrup, uh, which the recipe will be included, and one orange. Uh, fill each syringe with uh, three quarter ounces of the syrup uh, <laughs> and set aside. So apparently the, the syringes are available at like, uh, uh, where does it say? Um, you know, just like dollar stores or uh, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Online. Who knows where from in, China? Who knows where in Glasgow? But Dirty syringes are extra. Yeah, Glasgow. Uh, you know, I don't want to get too probably into just the politics, po- pick them up off the street in Glasgow. Come on, there Ben. Come on. I was Finders trying to avoid keepers. that. I was trying to avoid that, Ben. That's <laughs> super not nice. obvious, stupid yeah. joke. Yeah. Sorry. I'm uh, sorry, all of Glasgow. Yeah, all of Glasgow. Don't listen to them. Um, yeah. That's and, really more like a Dublin thing, to be honest. <laughs> I think it's more of an Edinburgh thing, but it might be, maybe it's Glasgow. No, it's Glasgow. Copenhagen. I did, I did my I study abroad in Dublin, and I lived right in the middle of the city in, like, the fancy part, and I would walk out of my door every morning and see a guy, like, injecting heroin into his toe. I mean, it's a Vancouver thing. It's all over the place. You know what? Oh, We've yeah, Vancouver. Vancouver's got a yeah. lot of smack. So, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to abandon this recipe right now, and we're just going to post it. It's going to be fine. You're going it, to... No, read us the recipe. But uh, you know what? But it sounds like the, ra- the, the, the raspberry, so you can make it more or less sweet. Yeah. Because I'm not a sweet fan. I don't like too much sweet, a little yeah. hint. Yeah, you can so modulate. So I like that. I actually think it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like an amazing Halloween cocktail. Like to put a syringe in a drink as a yeah. fucking garnish is like the best thing That's I've ever killer. seen. Yeah. Uh, one, so, one warning. The less sugar you have, the less shelf life you're going to have. So. Right. I mean, I I, I expect that party, Rory's, Rory's parties, he's not storing this for the future. No, They're getting yeah, rid of everything for, they have. Is, yeah. yeah. You know, Rory, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying I think you like to have a good time. That's all I'm saying. I, um, I, I want to go to one of Rory's parties. Yep. Oh, totally. I'll be in Where Glasgow. Is he? Can we fly there? Where does he live? He's is in he, Glasgow. He's in Ireland? I think Glasgow. He's in Glasgow. Do we know I'll that be, definitively? Uh, I think so. I think well, it's Glasgow. He's got the accent. Glasgow or environs. Yeah. I'll be in Glasgow sooner than later anyway. Um... Uh, you're going to add the vodka and liquor 43 to a shaker with ice, shake until very cold, uh, add the orangina and stir, pour into an ice glass and, uh, place filled syringes in drinks, uh, add the orange wedge, uh, to the side of each glass and serve. Schmancy. So that's yeah. your first one. And I think. And it's kind of French too. Yeah. Um, yeah. A little I, orangina. I think, yep. French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is 
here's what I like. I actually am not a huge fan of Halloween itself. Like, I don't really. I like oh, when people get dressed up. Come on, really? I, I, yeah, I like when people get dressed up and stuff. But I am not like. I, I've had tons of fun at Halloween parties. I should make that clear. But uh, your show I believe is we're, sexy bag of vagabond. You know what? It's real easy. <laughs> yeah, hobo, hobo chic, man. It's uh, yeah. real easy. You just wear um, the shirt you were going to wear, but with one of the buttons undone. <laughs> or I was just going to take a button off of it. Yeah, oh, throw yeah. that uh, box woo. over your head. Your yeah. head. <laughs> uh, so um, the, the the other drink is the punch. It's called the zombie gut punch. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, good name. Um, the ingredients is 10 ounces of vodka, 5 ounces of triple sec, 2 ounces of bitters, uh, a cup of fresh squeezed blood orange juice, two cups of black cherry soda, and grenadine for the rim. Wow. Um, in a large punch bowl filled with ice, pour vodka, triple sec bitters, blood orange juice, and black cherry soda. Uh, well, they, they hear the preparation is laugh as though you're in an evil, laugh as though you are an evil zombie and stir. Uh, <laughs> rim each glass with grenadine before filling with punch, uh, then serve. Uh, yeah. All right, I have uh, a bone to pick with you, no pun intended. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A spooky oh, bone. Yeah. This is what so, I like. The whole month ahead, we're going to have this kind of attitude towards our show, which I love. Oh, yeah. Now, you're not, he can't serve both of these things at, the, at, at this. He's got to pick one because they're both orange. Both blood orange and orange and blood. It's too many like Well, there's oranges. orange juice and blood orange. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, okay. He's got to pick one of these, right? I am willing to... I'll put my very good name and my uh, infinite possessions online uh, on the line here that oh, he yeah. can make both. And I think throw people down. At his, yeah, I think people at his party are going to they'll have favorites one or the other. But right. uh, I, so oh, it's like yeah, an can, orange competition. Right. Okay. I mean, there's we could do uh, the bloody brain shooter, which is the one I really wanted Ooh. to give him. What's in disgusting. that? Well, it's 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 uh, strawberry vodka, you know. Ooh. Of course, uh, this is the time of year when all of the flavored boozes get used. Ah, yeah, la, la, yeah. La. When, we, uh, when we do things that will deeply offend our our, uh, our friend Patrick Daisy <laughs> yeah. from the Duke's Liquor Box. <laughs> yeah. So there's lime juice and Bailey's, right? So oh, I mean, it, it basically yeah. curdles the Bailey's curdles in your. Sh- yeah, it's disgusting. It does look like a bloody brain in a shot glass. It's disgusting. Oh, gross. So I didn't want to, you know. Uh, yeah. No, Rory, if this is what right. you want, you can ask and I'll give it to you. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to say this aloud. Um, yeah, but cleaning all the the vomit off the floor is not fun if you're hosting the party. So and I stri- think, yeah. and, you know, and uh, oddly enough, it looks the same going uh, coming out as it did going in. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, Chris. Yeah. Well, there that's a sale. That's some sales for you right there. On that. <laughs> well, if you see if you saw the photo I'm looking at of this bloody brain shot, it it does look like basically vomit floating in alcohol so oh man i think yeah. i'm going with the syringe <laughs> yeah syringe, i think it's i think that's cool the most fun it's the most fun definitely yeah, yeah. um punch you know, is easier of, and there's a bit easier. of interaction there you know what i mean you get to oh, yeah. garnish your own drink and stuff people so. are going to talk about that this, like yeah. i went to a party and there was a syringe in my glass yeah, yeah. there you go yeah. well I, I my head has been rushed enough i, th- I think we should uh I think, I think we should call it there, guys. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's let's call it. Donnie, thank you guys so uh, much. So so remind people how they can get this book because they're gonna they're gonna hang up the podcast. They're gonna rush over to girlsguidetoparis.com. Right. Girls right. Girls Guide to Paris.com. Does it apply like cocktails? Guys yeah. can read this book too. Yes. You know, just because my 
my website's called Girls Guide to Paris. We have 30% readers are guys. Right. Yeah. The book, the book really is just not an offshoot of just like, there's, there's, it's there's, a whole different This book thing. is not going to harm your fragile little gender identity That's right. dudes. Okay. Very, the most heterosexual male in the world can like boldly carry yeah. this and you bring it to Read it, it on a, the subway, like yeah, nobody yeah. is going to. Absolutely. And bring it as a gift when they go over to their bro's house. It's like very, yeah. very hip hop, this book. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's street. It's super street. Yeah. Paris cocktails. Yo. Um, I just can't, I can't wait to, like, I just want to be in the, I want to be a fly on the wall. It's like, yo, bros, I got this killer book. You know, it's called <laughs> yo, Girls yo. Guide to Paris. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Donnie, how do people follow you on Twitter? At Girls Guide to Paris. At Girls Guide to Paris. Very cool. easy to remember. Okay. Uh, you can follow Chris on Twitter at Chris B. Chicken. And Benjamin at Benjamin R-A-H-R. -R. I'm kind of embarrassed. It's actually at Girls Guide Paris. I forgot. Oh, oh that's too. Okay. That's Boy, okay. This, this yeah, you got to cut down yeah, on the I'm characters. drinking up. I'm drinking up. Yeah, take a drink. Uh, you can follow our show at Drink About It. You can follow our show on Instagram at Let's Drink About It, as well as Facebook. Uh, mm -hmm. Please go to those, which are a lot more active now that our good friend Lizzie is manning the, the social controls. medias for us. Yes. Lizzie Bartel, one of the best in the biz. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, you can follow her on Twitter at Lizzie Bartelt. Uh, you can also, oh, we should also thank Paul Watling and Graham Walsh for the art and music. As always, thank you, fellas. Uh, our show. And, and the Moonshine Boys. And, and uh, oh, yeah. Uh, thank you so much to Sarah and John for the lovely gift of uh, clear spirits that will carry me through this weekend and uh, beyond. I'm, and heading, beyond. I'm, heading, I'm heading to New York, uh, Toot Sweet, and yeah. uh, going to drink some of that. Uh, I will save some for you. Um, yeah. Donnie, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming in, and uh, and uh, we're really excited about your book. And Thanks, and, Donnie. Uh, congratulations. Thank you, guys. It. This has been so much fun. I just I don't want to go home. <laughs> That's what well, we like to You don't to have hear. to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> Darn. That's never been said on this podcast, which is kind of hard to believe. <laughs> uh, with that, we will be back at you next week with more life events, more drinks to go perfectly with them. Later, potato. Don't choke on your rum and coke. People love gore. Yeah. This is going to be huge. It's gonna be, <laughs> this is going to be our best episode yet. <laughs>